Warning, this podcast contains mature themes, coarse language, and hella spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. A deranged cat terrorizes a family. A deranged dog terrorizes a family. This week we're talking Pet Cemetery and Marley and Me. So some dead pets this week on Love and Horror. So what's new in your world, Deanne? Um, things are kind of slowly, as we've been saying, starting to get back to normal-ish. I went to the farmer's market yesterday. Nice. Um, sans mask, because we were outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to, like, talk to people I knew. Like, I'm kind of slowly, like, seeing people that, nice. that I, like, know. It's like, hey, I know you. I can have a conversation <laughs> with you. And I can see your mouth. I know you're actually smiling at me. It's been really interesting to see how different people are adapting to the no mask rule and stuff mm-hmm. now. My workplace is still very much the same protocols that we oh, were yeah. before yeah. Um, before the health orders lifted yeah, and whatever. Yeah. Um, I work for the health authority. So, yeah, so you guys got to be So like we've got to be the super. examples, right? Yes. So, um, yeah, so still full masks, full social distancing. Um, so for me, for the first majority of the week since we've had the the restrictions lifted I haven't noticed any difference Mm -hmm. at all yeah Uh, but now I've gone out to a couple stores and stuff and it's interesting to see like kind of half and half and there are some even going down to Starbucks in my building the Starbucks Mm. baristas are still wearing masks but then like every other customer isn't I'm Mm -hmm. still wearing a mask when I go shopping and stuff too and I was a little bit nervous that you'd get side-eyed for yeah, it or like yeah. people are like, you know, you don't have to wear that now. And I'm like, hmm, I guess I'm just not a sheep taking it off. Cause somebody told me I could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up sheeple. Um, yeah. It's honestly, that has been a thing like since the pandemic started because masking has been such a divisive issue for some reason that I'm always in my like over anxious brain afraid <laughs> someone's going to like, like confront me and then like, rip my mask off or something and I, like I'm just always afraid of that so I know I always feel like I'm on guard for somebody to confront me too but I do have my like line oh, in my yeah, head yeah. you know and yeah. it is about not being a sheep yeah yeah because everybody said I was a sheep for wearing one so mm-hmm. now are you going to tell me I'm a sheep for not wearing one yeah anyway yeah. um I on Monday because I think the mandate lifted on Sunday yeah so on Monday I had to go to a couple of stores and it's been like hot as balls here and I was just like I do not want a piece of fabric on my face so Monday I was like I'm free I'm not gonna like wear a mask anywhere and then I got as far as like to the parkade down at like at my car and I was like should I have a mask on (laughs) but at that point I was like running lakes I had to go to the library and it was closing in half an hour and it's like I don't want to run back up to my apartment to get a mask and come back down I'm just gonna like I was going to do it. Yeah. And if I get somewhere that, like, requires a mask, most places do have, like, disposables right, at the front, yeah. so I'll just take one. So I went to the library, and then I went to the grocery store with no mask on, and I felt fine. Oh, that's good. But I, um, um, yesterday, I, I, when I went to the farmer's market, I also stopped in at the green spot for, mm. um, 
the best cinnamon bun the in the world. The best cinnamon bun in the world and a coffee. And I was like, I'm just going in to like eat. So I don't, I'm not going to like wear yeah, a mask. Yeah, yeah. And then I got as far as the door and I saw like a lot of people waiting in line had masks on. And so I kind of like peer pressured myself into putting on a mask. <laughs> and it's like, whatever, like, you know, put it on until you're sitting down at your, at your yeah, table and then yeah. big deal. I went to uh, a restaurant uh, Thursday night, I guess yeah. it was, with some girlfriends that I literally haven't seen in like two years. I was thinking yeah. about it and I'm like, I was 39 when I saw them last. That's insane. Because I remember them doing like a, a drive-by for my 40th birthday. Oh, I remember birthday. you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They dropped off like a cake yeah. and some cards and stuff and stood on the sidewalk while Aww. I stood on the doorstep and cried. cried. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I was 39 the last time we actually like spent time together. And now I'm 41. So um, that feels like a really long it time. It does, yeah. So I might have cried oh, a little. Oh, 100%. Again. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the episode of Cry. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, Buckle up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we were seated outside on a patio. Okay. Uh, so I felt fine without my mask. But yeah. then the couple times that I had to go inside and use the washroom, yeah. I put my mask on oh, when yeah. I went in the building. Yeah. They had a sign up that said like, we would appreciate yeah. if you did, but it wasn't yeah. like, there were lots of people in there that didn't have them and they weren't. Yeah mandating it or anything but yeah. I'm like they've said we'd appreciate it and yeah. I'm just going to be respectful and yeah I'm, I'm probably not like as hardcore whereas like before it'd be like as I get out of my car I put on my mask and I go to the store like just because it's been so hot yes I'll like wear it around like my my you know chin or whatever and then once I get in to like the store mm, itself mm-hmm. and I can feel the air conditioning then I'll put it on yeah yeah, yeah. Because it's just so hot. It's just so... It's been so brutal hot. here the last couple like, of weeks. They're like, oh, it, we're in a heat warning and it's another like cold or another uh, heat uh, heat wave. And it's like, has it ever it stopped? <laughs> has it ever stopped since like late June? No. Like I feel like it's just been a heat wave ever since. Totally. I was talking to my husband about that last night that I feel like we don't like just a rainy day doesn't exist anymore no like we never get just like an overcast cool rainy day Mm -hmm. it's either blisteringly hot Mm -hmm. or um like a big thunderstorm downpour yeah 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 but just like just some rainy days yeah just that's just my air conditioning agreeing with us like yeah you're where (laughs) you're using me non-stop yeah but anyway um but yeah like man what i would give for just just a couple drizzly rainy days um and I thought it was gonna happen yesterday because it was like overcast and it was windy and when I came back from the farmer's market there were like a couple little like drops of rain on my on my car I was like okay it's gonna happen and then it just never did I I ran to the drugstore and like in the minute and a half that I was inside picking up a prescription Mm -hmm. um I came out and there was a few raindrops on the ground but Mm -hmm. It was done. Like, yeah. 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 Um, but tell me again how climate change isn't real. It's it's a myth um, right up there with vaccines. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I saw um, when, I, when I was downtown yesterday, I was driving down Victoria Avenue and there was a whole bunch of like protesters out there like oh, an- anti-vask, anti-mask, like it's like, thank you for not being vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. And there was one sign that was like, tell me... Like, my thought was, tell me you're not, you, tell me your news source isn't oversaturated from the states without telling me your news source isn't over, because it said, it said, um, lock up or arrest, 
Dr. Fauci. Oh, and, and I was like, well, he's not even... He's not even... even yeah, yeah, like, it should say Teresa Tam, but... And then it was like, and Scott Moe and Dr. Shabab, or Shahab, I can't remember what his name Shahab, is, but yeah. Shahab. And then it also randomly, for some reason, said Bill Gates. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, those 5G chips. I've got the 5G chip, and I gotta tell you, the, the, uh, the Wi-Fi in this is amazing. Awesome. Yeah. My cat is the worst I don't know if the microphone... A deranged cat. Right. Terrorizes a, a, a broadcast. cat lives, like, is two fucking feet away from me. <laughs> and then she's just looking at us like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you looking at? <laughs> but yeah, so I went, I, I like, I drove past this, uh, this protest or whatever, and I, like, gave them all, like, dirty looks. And then I came home and I texted my sister, and I was like, you would not believe the protest I saw. Like, people are so dumb. And she's like, yeah, well, my, my partner is there right now. And I was like fucking kidding and I just like all caps I was like really what the fuck and she was like yeah he was like making signs last night and he was up and out of the house early this morning and I was like oh my god and so I like even though we were like texting I like picked up the phone and I called her and she like answered and I was like what the fuck is going on over there and she's like what are you talking about and I was like he's really there right now and she's like oh my god no he's working on the camper right next to me I'm joking and I was like oh god thank god well, you got me and then, and then he, like, she had me on speaker, so I'm glad I didn't say anything, like, super mean or whatever. And he was like, well, I'm just making up the signs then that I'll put around our campsite when we go camping <laughs> next weekend. Uh, our friend Jesse and I went to the farmer's market last weekend. Oh, nice. And just as we were leaving, we, it was so, so hot. So we, yeah. we did our tour around the farmer's market, and then we got um, food from one of the food trucks. But mm. we're like, let's go sit in the car and eat it in Hell the air yes. conditioning. Yeah. And as we were sitting, eating our samosas... Um, oh, the samosa oh, and curry truck? So good. I haven't been to them yet, but I, they, oh, like, they smelled so, so good. good when I walked past the other day. She got a butter chicken and I got samosas and they were amazing. Yeah. So if you live in Regina, go to the farmer's market and check yeah. out the samosa and curry truck. Yes. It's amazing. Ooh, I want that right now. Um, but yeah, as we were sitting there eating, a car pulls up in front of us and it's got a bumper sticker that says F. Trudeau. Oh my God. Those bumper stickers, I see them everywhere and it's like, no, like... I mean, uh, I'm not singing Trudeau's praises by any means. I, I'm but, not his uh, biggest fan either, but like, t- tell me your penis is like this big without telling me your penis is but, this big. So then, and then it had like a cardboard sign in the back window that was hand painted with something I couldn't quite make it mm. out. And then I look on the other side of the, um, of the window yeah. and it has a PPC sticker. And I'm like, oh, there you go. People's Party of Canada. Oh, my God. I so I'm know. just going to alienate potential yeah, listeners right? here. Like, but I don't think we're probably, um, they're not our demographic Yeah, well, anyway. welcome to the Leftist Commie Pinko podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, and, and they were carrying signs and stuff and clearly going to protest. And I said to Jesse, like, we are leaving at the right yeah, time yeah. here. Um, when we voted in the last uh federal election whenever that was like a couple years ago or whatever yeah. and I was like looking at like you know I mean I'm like pretty much died in the wool like NDP but I was like well let's just see what the options are and I was like oh there's a new one people's party one of the houses up on like the corner had like a big like PPC oh uh, yeah sign and I was like oh I've never heard of this and I was like PPC I'm, I'm gonna see what this is so I looked up I was like oh people's party of Canada that's I'm, um, I'm a people who in Canada what? and I look and I was like never mind yeah never mind um Anyway, yeah, so we're like 20 minutes in here and haven't talked about a movie, so should we well, maybe get on with well, the show? Welcome. You know, now now I'm looking forward to emails from people who's like, oh, I just hate when, like, women just, like, talk about, like, just talk and talk and talk. Like, this is not why I subscribe. And it's like, 
Okay, Jimmy. Yeah, if, if you're somebody who's going to listen to this podcast, either one of you, um, <laughs> be prepared for tangents. Yeah. We will have many. We have many thoughts and feelings, and we're going to tell you them all. Yes. Okay, so we are going to start with Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Um, did you know anything about this film going into it? So I thought I did. <laughs> um, very little. I know. So I had, um, my cousins when I was growing up had this gray cat named mm. Churchill. No way! And, uh, yeah, and I knew that he was named after the cat in this movie. Okay. And I, with very little, um, actual information on the movie, just like, that much knowledge, mm-hmm. have always had this, um, I guess, assumption in my mind that it was about a whole bunch of cats, co- or, like, pets coming back from the dead. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was all, all, all of knew. the, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, you'd think a movie called Pet Cemetery would be about pets in a cemetery, like on The Simpsons when... They like go on spring break and they all go to the see the movie Naked Lunch and then Nelson comes out and he's like I can think of two things wrong with that title <laughs> yeah yeah that was pretty much it um, as it turns out it's a little more problematic than that oh uh, yeah but we'll get there yes so I will drop some knowledge on the pet cemetery but I wanna I wanna do have a little exercise here right now on the count of three because we both. I, I kind of have been, like, saying, like, since we started this podcast, like, there's a thing in this movie, and I'm, like, a jaded horror film, but there's something, like, just scares the fuck out of me, and it still holds up, and so I've been, like, playing it up a lot, and you told me that you have a thing that, like, really bugged you, so on the count of three, I just want us to, like, say what the thing is. Okay, before we count to yes. three, I'll just say my thing, mm-hmm. like, there was a, a very, very, very specific moment, a very yeah. specific thing but I don't know if it would be the same thing that would bother okay. any other normal person. <laughs> okay. There is a very specific trigger in my... I think I know what yours is. Yeah. I, I think I have a good idea. Okay. okay. So I'm interested to see, first of all, if it's the same, and second of all, if it's not, if you... Well, if if what you think mine is, is okay. what it is. Okay. Okay. So one, one two, two, three. Zelda. Zelda to the... Achilles. That's what I thought yours would yeah. be. Yeah, and mine is just Zelda. Oh, well, yeah. Fuck that fucking girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty horrific, but um, the scene where the little demon baby, not not a dead pet, for the record. I mean, are kids the same as pets? Demon baby. Yeah. Cuts the neighbor's Achilles heel with a scalpel. I involuntarily threw my notebook up over my face. <laughs> and this is, again, you know, like I've said this a couple times, how I'm trying to, um, I'm not hiding my eyes. I'm, I'm watching nice. these. I'm yes. invested. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I want it. the whole experience. Mm-hmm. But that I literally threw my notebook in front of my face and, like, I almost had to pause it for a minute and, Whoa. like, collect myself because... Oh, that made me feel things. Yeah. I have a very, um, I don't know. I can, there's something about slicing as mm. opposed to like ripping and tearing. Ah, like yes. there were scenes in this movie where people's faces get bit off and, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's ripping and tearing and stuff. Yeah. And those, I mean, yeah, they were gross and gory, yeah. but they, but something about like slicing ah, okay. with a, like a sharp, sharp blade. Yeah. I have always had 
this is delving a little bit into Laura's psyche oh, here, okay. and we're like not even into yeah. the movie mm-hmm. yet, but I um I have very like intrusive thoughts mm-hmm. about sharp, like scalpel y, yeah. razor blade y kind of things. Like I never see a razor blade in the real world without instantly an image of it like slicing oh, an yeah. eyeball or yeah. something popping into my yeah. head. It just yeah, I've always had like really intrusive thoughts about like sharp like scalpel and yeah. razor blade yeah. kind of things um to the point where like if we're wa- watching a tv show or a movie that has like a medical procedure mm-hmm. when they are like starting it and slicing with the scalpel yeah i'll change the channel or really? i'll like look away for a minute or whatever i um once they're in there and they're like yeah you know pulling a heart out with their bare hands yeah. or something i can watch that but i hope it's not with their bare hands if it's medical well, maybe. Who okay. knows? No. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how to be a doctor. Right. Whatever. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, I just play one on TV. Oh, there you go. Um, anyway. But yeah, the moment of slicing. Mm-hmm. Bleh, bleh. Can't do it. Do so. not like. Okay. Well, interesting. Yeah. Like when we were, when, we, when I said like, I want to do like the one, two, three thing. And then like say what scared us. I was like, it's going to be the Achilles heel thing. Oh. I knew. I knew. Oh. Even just be. talking about it. I bleh, just can't. Bleh, bleh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was that your demon cat in the corner? <laughs> that was just me. I uh, sometimes you have to be your own demon cat. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Pet Cemetery, um, and of course, if anyone is wondering, we're talking about the original Pet Cemetery, not the remake. So this one um, came out in 1989. Um, it is, of course, based on a Stephen King novel, and he also wrote the screenplay. Um, he has uh, he has been known to say at one time he did say that. Um, I have it written down, and now I can't find it. I have one page of... Oh, here we go. I might know what it is. Yeah. Um, he once... Stephen King once said that it was the only novel he wrote that actually scared him, yeah. which is impressive, because I'm not going to edit- editorialize right now. Yes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> that. Um, so, it's store... It's, it's stores. It's stores. stores. Here's some stores that were in this movie. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. We're nerds. <laughs> Oh, it stars um, Del Midkiff and Denise Crosby as the parents. And then, of course, there is Fred Gwynn, uh, who plays um, the buddy across the street. Yeah. He of the uh, sliced tendons. Right. Yeah. Um, and then Miko Hughes, a famous child actor who is in horror films, fa- famous horror baby. Um, and he plays uh, the little baby who... Was it Gage? Gage, yeah. yes, that's right, yes. I'm so terrible, I can't ever remember yeah, the names of characters. I know, I know. Um, it was directed by Mary Lambert, who, uh, this, I think this was only her first feature film that she directed. She did a lot of music videos. Oh, um, cool. She did a lot of Madonna, a lot of Janet Jackson. I think I saw that she did Motley Crue's Girls, Girls, Girls. Girls, Girls, Girls. Um, but she did it under a pseudonym, so oh. I don't know, you know. It's a fun video. It's a fun song. I, I will. I will go on record. I like Molly Crew. They're fucking great. They're fun. They're not my taste, but I have no bone to pick with. Yeah, them. yeah. Future Deanne in the editing chair, just dropping in to say Mary Lambert directed Motley Crew's videos for "Without You" and "Don't Go Away Mad, Just Go Away." But she did not direct Girls, Girls, Girls. Uh, so the budget was $11.5 million U.S. dollars. And it went on to make, uh, at the U.S. and Canada box office, $57 million. Plus, you know, money for, uh, 
not home box office. What am I like? Like home home video Rental, or rentals whatever, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So despite that, despite it making like a ton of money, it was kind of largely panned by mm. the critics. Now this is something that you will find as we go on. Um, the critics just don't like horror. They they just don't. Even not even not necessarily critics, but like on like things like Metacritic or like Rotten Tomatoes mm. or stuff. It just doesn't get good rating. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm like, oh, is this film good? Like, should I watch it? If it has like four stars out of ten, it's like it's probably actually a decent horror film, oh. and people just don't rate horror hmm. very well. So it has a five point four two out of ten rating on Rotten Tomatoes and then 38 out of 100 for Metacritic. So like not great reviews. And I mean, of course, we'll get into what you think. But I mean, I, I picked this movie, so I like this movie. So, you know, I don't, I don't really agree with a 3.8%. <laughs> but, you know, um, I looked to see what our homeboy Roger, e- Roger Ebert course, had to say. Yeah. And I couldn't find anything oh. on this movie. So I don't know if he just didn't review it or what. But... His sort of a partner in crime, Gene Siskel, did, I could find a little snippet from him. Um, he gave it zero stars, <laughs> and he said it was sickening. I mean, it was sickening, but yeah, that's but, the point, right? Yeah. And then um, Leonard Maltin, who famously always did the reviews on Entertainment Tonight. Right, yeah. He, um, I wasn't really familiar with his, like, review style, but apparently he had, like, different, like, levels. And he called this one, uh, he gave it a bomb rating which is apparently like the lowest rating he ever gave anything so i was like well fuck you critics because you just you just don't like horror like just don't even review horror yeah if what's you don't the like point it, yeah like yeah. just don't even review it because we know that you fucking hated it just <laughs> bleh. um but then on dreadcentral.com which is a fantastic website um steve barton who is also known as uncle creepy and he and i also we we really like if Steve Barton likes something, chances are I'm going to like oh, okay. it. And he gave it four out of five. Oh, wow. So Uncle, Uncle Creepy likes it, and that's good enough for me. Um, he called it, uh, Steve Barton called it one of the better King adaptations of the period. Hmm. So, and it was. You know, I like Stephen King when his story, I like his stories. Mm. I like when they get made into movies. I have tried so many times to read Stephen King, and I just don't like the way he writes. Oh, He, I mean, most things are said in, like, a small little main town. Right. And it's like, here is the life story of every single person in this town. It's like, I don't need all that information. Right. Like, your book could be half the length it usually is. Just tell me the fucking stories. Get a good editor. (laughs) So, um, other fun facts I have in here is, um, Zelda, the most terrifying person ever committed to, you know, film... Uh, it was actually played by a boy. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I couldn't find the age, but from, like, just kind of, like, seeing what... and I mean, they use the word boy, but in kind of looking at, like, what that person does now, I feel like it was, like, a, like a young, like, teenager-y okay. kind of boy. Um, they got a boy because all the girls that they auditioned were just, like, still a little bit too sweet. Mm. And they were like, we just want... I mean, this was made in the 80s, but they were like, we just want someone who, like... Will get like dirty and gross and do that, and, you know. And boys don't. And girls, girls don't, don't like, like that. that. No, no, that's yucky. So they got a boy, and I feel like it really adds to like that uncanny valley kind of like something is off with you. Yeah, like watching it, the Zelda scenes. I felt like if this were more recent times, it was CGI. But it's like that yeah. wasn't like that technology yeah. wasn't yeah 
that refined at that time. Yeah, so, it was just it yeah, was just like, like a it was definitely uncanny. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so um, they got a boy to play to play Zelda, and then this like blew my mind when I read about it the other day because I don't know maybe it's just like a generational shift or something, but several reshoots had to happen with uh, Del Midkiff, who plays uh, the the father mm-hmm. in the movie, because they were too sexy. <laughs> they, they thought, like, because, I mean, a lot of it takes place in the home with a family. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a dad. He's going to, like, walk around, like, with his shirt off or whatever. Right, right. Just, like, I guess in the book there were a couple parts where he was just, like, in his underwear. And they were, like, we shot it and it was too sexy. <laughs> and I was, like, like, with that actor? He was, okay. He doesn't strike me as, like, oh, damn. Like, like, dreamy. Like, I mean, he was fine. I feel like he's fine in the way... They, people say, like, oh, Ted Bundy was so dreamy. It's like, no, he just wasn't horribly disfigured. Right. Like, he was a perfectly serviceable-looking man. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, I don't know. It just, like, there were some scenes that were, like, specifically reshot afterwards because they were, like, that's too sexy. Put a shirt on him. That reminds me of, a, of an episode of Corner Gas. Yeah. Did you ever watch Corner Gas? Uh, the odd episode here and there. So, for the listeners who might not be familiar... And you, I guess. Uh, Corner Gas was a, a TV show that was shot in a very small town just outside of the city that Deanna and I live in. And um, so I always watched it just because of that kind of yeah, hometown yeah, connection. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it, was a, it was a cute show. Yeah. But there's an episode where the lead character, Brent Butt, mm-hmm. is um, kind of po- positioned as this, like, everybody loves him and everybody has a crush on him. Yeah. And he's, he's so dreamy. But he's, like, the most average guy yes. in the world. Yes, And by the end of the episode, the kind of new girl to town, who's, like, the pretty young thing, and they yeah. all assume that she's in love with him. Yeah. Um, she's like, I've figured it out. He's just, compared to all the other options, he's not horrible. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like a Dog River 7. Right. But like, but like a, you know, a Toronto 2. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyway, no, I digress, yeah, but no, that just fair. made me think of that. Yeah, it was like... Yeah, I just, like, several times doing my research yesterday, it kept on coming up, like, this part had to be taken out because he was too sexy, and this part had to be, like, reshot. And I was like, really? <laughs> this okay. okay. I, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't, it, it didn't strike me as just sexy. Dreamboat. Yeah. Um, the only other little bit of uh, information I want to bring up here is, um, and, like, here's a fact that is interesting to nobody but me. <laughs> Um, Church, the cat, is not a Russian blue. Church is actually a British shorthair. Oh, yeah, I believe that. Why is this interesting to no one but me? Because I had a Russian blue uh, cross cat for many years. Um, Oh, Gretel. Oh, Gretel. She, um, and so this movie, of course, gave me a lot of feels because Church looks like Gretel. Um, And it was just over a year ago, actually, that I had to put Gretel down. So it it was very, like, fresh and... I definitely had, like, some cries about that because he just, he just looks like Gretel. And there was one scene, actually, in the movie where after Church comes back from the the pet cemetery and he kind of, or Church kind of, like, growls at at the dad, whose name I've forgotten because I suck at names. He played by by the sexy Dale Maidkin. Right, (laughs) yes. But anyway, uh, Lewis? Lewis? Lewis Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he kind of like finds him in like the shed or the garage and just the way like the ears are back and he growls at Lewis. It's like, 
I have seen that on Gretel because she was so High timid, strung. so timid. And so if I had to like pull her out from under the bed to like go to the vet or something, that was what I would get. Yeah. Timid and I would always call her like this, the, the demon cat. And I would always just call her snuffle up a cat because yes. she didn't exist. You've seen her maybe like three times. Yeah. In the and we've years known each other for happen. years. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. are times where I've, I'd cat sat mm-hmm. her and I'd text you and say, well, I'm assuming she's alive because there's less food in the dish than there was yeah, yesterday. Like but the food goes down, the litter box goes up. She's probably here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was all the proof yeah. I had. Yeah. Um, And then, I don't know, maybe it's another fun fact that is interesting to nobody but me. Um, The Faculty of Horror, uh, one of the co-hosts, Alexandra West, she also has a cat who is named Church after the church in that movie. Oh, cool. So that's what I got for knowledge. What do you have for thoughts? So I have like four pages of notes here, so buckle up. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. Let's do it. (laughs) So uh, to, to kick it right off, for anybody who thinks that I am laying on my lack of knowledge of horror a little thick or anything like that um I put the dvd in and I was like oh this is a Stephen King movie I didn't even know that (laughs) I've heard of that man before he Um, writes the horror shows so I had it on fairly good authority from multiple people in my life that this one probably was gonna scare me yeah um so I watched it in the middle of a Sunday afternoon okay fair with Bright daylight streaming in, and uh, um, my husband putzing away at his little hobby table in the other side of the room. His little farm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it definitely, like, I I did finally hook up the DVD player and get it up on the big screen, so, you know, I had... The full experience. eased into the audience of it, right? Like, I had it up on the big screen. It was a real experience, but I didn't have, like... Lights off and, mm, okay, and fair. spooky atmosphere yes. or anything. Yeah. But right off the bat, yeah. like right off the bat, there's like a little kid chanting a poem in the oh, opening yeah, yeah. credits yeah. and that creeped the fuck out of me right <laughs> off the bat. I love it. Um, and then it kind of panned through the pet cemetery mm, mm, mm-hmm. and there's a headstone that said Biffer, which... Oh, I didn't even notice yeah. that. Oh, Biffy so kitty. I had a cat named Biff and I called her Biffer all the time. Aww. Um she was a sweet old girl. She was a sweet girl. Yes. Um, she was Fridge Cat, wasn't she? She was Fridge Cat, fridge yes. Cat. I was just going to say that. I'm like, do I need to bring up Fridge Cat? She used to hang out on top of my yeah. fridge all the time so that she never had to cross paths with the dog or any of the other cats. Yeah. So we just called her Fridge Cat. Fridge Cat. Um, yeah, and as I mentioned, my uh, my cousins had this cat named Churchill. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't call him Church. He was always called Churchill. Churchill. But they, they lived on a farm, and... Um, so he was a farm cat, but he was super, super friendly. Yeah. And I just remember picking up this cat, and any time he would pick this cat up and s- start scritching his ears or yeah. petting him, he would start drooling, <laughs> just like streams of oh, drool. Oh, man. I love um, it. So as much as I love kitties, I was like, mm, I don't know if you're my favorite, because oh. that grosses me out. Oh, yeah. Uh, says the girl who had a St. Bernard cross for a dog. I don't like drool, then... Is that know. what Vegas was? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Um, so at the beginning of the movie, when they're talking about where does this path go and the, the neighbor, the friendly neighbor across the street is telling them what it is. And, uh, and then they like pack up a bag and go for an outing to, I love that it's like a family outing to go see a pet cemetery. I mean, that's what 
I would do. I guess. You know, I can't take a road trip without stopping at a cemetery. I do enjoy visiting yeah. cemeteries. When uh, I was in France about 12, 11, 12 years 12 ago 12 years ago because I went 11 years um, ago. We went to so many cemeteries, oh, yeah. and it was so fascinating to see these, like, centuries old. Yes, that was very cool. Um, but, yeah, I was just like, really? Yeah. So, um, I actually have a note here, because I, of course, had to do my usual IMDb oh, dive yeah. to, to see casting stuff. Mm. There was nothing that was like, um, oh, I didn't realize that mm. was that person, you yeah. know. Like I've had in the other movies where it's, I've put pieces together through IMDb, but I did accidentally read, because again, I'm trying not to read yes. reviews or, yes. or get any information, and yeah. this was early on into oh, the movie. Yeah. Um, but I did read the, the fact that this was the first book that, mm. um, that scared Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. So then I thought, You're in oh, fuck. It. Yeah, <laughs> buckle up. Um, so... A way is into the movie when Church the Cat is found dead. Mm -hmm. If anybody doesn't know that the cat was dead, the movie's called Pet Cemetery. Yeah, what did you figure it out? Yeah. Um, (laughs) The scene where they peel him off the ground. Oh, so gross. Is grim. Yeah. Oh, I know. And it kind of makes that like sound when it peels off. It's like, yeah. And then I had a. a, lo- um, a note talking to Lewis saying, dude, you are doing exactly what the dead guy told right? you not to do. Like, what is wrong with you, Herman Munster? Like. <laughs> you knew that was Herman Munster? Yes, Munster. I okay, did. Yeah. Okay, I was just, um, I was making sure. And so then they, they go to bury the cat in this, like, not pet cemetery. In the Indian graveyard. Indian me, burial ground. Just, yeah, let's just... Uh, let me shake my head forever at that. Right, yeah, I know. I'm just like, ooh, this maybe requires a tweet to Stephen King. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now, getting into horror, that's not... That will come up yeah. again. Yeah. That's just a thing. It's like, ooh, it's spooky. Better, so better, just, they probably you know, put it on an Indian graveyard. It's like, some things are just spooky. A little, you know... A little on the nose, too, with the climate. And yes. So last week we talked about this virus that uh, was plaguing humanity, and yeah. that felt a little on the nose. And then an Indian burial ground felt a little on the nose for what is going on in our country right now. Yeah, so, like, what, what does an Indian graveyard actually look like? An old school, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah. I don't want to And of course, and I am only saying Indian graveyard because that's what they said. On in the movie, mm. of course, you know I would say like indigenous, right? But, yes, you know, yes, exactly. We're going with what they said at the time, um, and to emphasize the the oh my godness, the yes, the, the, yeah. the WTF, the, yeah, the WTFness of it. And I know, you know, you know better, you do better, and for sure, and for sure, sensibilities at the time were different, and yeah. You know, I'm not here to have that argument, but just in today's context, that felt a little like. Oh, yeah, oh. like the, the fact that we watched that movie in like July of 2021, it's like, ooh, yeah. yeah, some things don't age well. Yes. There will be some things that don't age well in Marley for and sure. Me. For so. sure. Oh, yeah, I, I have thoughts. <laughs> um, but anyway, so as they're hiking to this burial ground, it becomes 
quite apparent that it's like, oh, this has actually nothing to do with the pet cemetery. Like this whole movie has nothing to do with the pet cemetery. Like they go through the pet cemetery. Yeah. If you had buried your dead cat in the pet cemetery, we'd all be fine now. Yes. Yeah, but, it, they, but they they should really call the movie like Journey Past the Pet Cemetery yeah. or something. <laughs> Into the barrier that shouldn't be crossed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, also, what kind of crazy terrain and like crazy hike did they have to go through to get to this cemetery yeah. to bury this cat? Um, it feels like felt like I was watching Indiana Jones or yeah. something for a minute. And and like the the old man, like Fred Gwynn. You're telling me he just fucking, like, climbed these sheer right. cliffs? Like, you're, like, 70, 80 years old, buddy. Uh, I, uh, so my next note on my, uh, so this is kind of backtracking. Yeah. So, yeah, my next note says, oh, sure, blame the Indians for the creepy shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, um, it's not white people being fucking awful white people. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's this Indian burial ground. Um, but also the burial ground kind of looked like some Blair Witch shit. Like, yeah, it's like... It was, Creepy. And like as as a kid growing up, I was like, oh, that's that's how they bury people. They put out like weird like rock formations and stuff. And it's like I have I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I have never seen any reference to an actual like indigenous graveyard that looks like Like it should be in Blair Witch. Like or like crop circles, but with rocks. Right. Like what what is this? Yeah. Um Okay, and this is gonna be my last comment on the Indian barrel Fair. around okay. stuff. In my, like, little piece, with my PC hat on here. <laughs> yeah. um, but, like, also, is it maybe just a tad disrespectful to bury your dead cat in, like... Right? A sacred burial ground? Yeah. Like... And, and you know, and then later, your fucking entire dead family. Right? And, yeah. yeah. I mean, at least those are people. Yeah, so but, but still, people, you know. But, yeah. but anyway. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to go to, like, a regular graveyard here and just, like, dig a fucking hole yeah, and just, like, like plop someone sorry in. Sorry, your grandma's dead. Here's my cat. Yeah. Although, to be fair, if I were to be buried, I might want my pets in there with me. I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to be, like, Egyptian kings, and it's like, when I die, kill everyone I love and bury them with me so I have them in the afterlife. There you go. You're on notice. Noted. <laughs> You're going to outlive me anyway, though. Okay. Um, so, Buddy McNabor. <laughs> I feel like his name is, like, Judd. Yes, something okay. like that. Um, he tells the story about how his dog, he buried him there, and then he came back and he was evil. Yep. So why are you recommending it for somebody else? And like, why, I know you emphasize with the little girl lost her cat. For sure. But maybe just take this as an opportunity to teach about death. Also, like the trucks that are screaming down that street. Like, first of all, did you not notice when you bought the house? Or I don't know if it was bought or rented or what. Yeah. but Because they were just moving there for this, whatever. Yeah. Job placement or something. Um. Did you not notice that it was yeah. inches away from a busy highway? Yeah. And if it's this one company's trucks that are screaming by yeah. all the time, like, get your Karen on and call. Yeah. And like, like every, every like, commercial truck at the back would have a sign, like, how's my driving? Call yeah, or even you just like, know the you know. name of the company. Like, yeah. Anyway. This, this road uses up a lot of animals. Sometimes that is better. Yeah, and dead should have been better. Right? And you knew it, and yet you 
But at the same time, like, Lewis Creed, he told you this awful story? And so then you're take like, your fucking cat up there. Yeah. Also, the dead guy told you. Yeah. <laughs> the dead guy who's just like his little invisible sidekick through the movie. Yeah, Pascal. <laughs> um, so, I when Lewis, there's a scene where Lewis is... Um, like, the, the mom and the little girl are at her parents' place or something, and he's by himself, and he's filling up the tub. Yeah. Um, that scene creeped me out, like... Oh, yeah? Even before anything... I can't even remember what... Uh, oh, yeah, there ended up a... The, the cat dropped a dead rat in the tub or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, Even before that happened, I'm just like, this feels like a scene where something is gonna... Mm, yes. Gonna happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, because otherwise, why are you just watching a very sexy man take a bath? <laughs> and then my next note is, and there it is. Yeah. Dead rat in the tub. Yep. Insert pukey face emoji. <laughs> I actually have that written. Insert nice. pukey I face love emoji. It. I love it. Um, and then the maid just randomly hangs herself. Like That is such just, a weird subplot. Yeah, like, why? It, it felt jammed in there. Like, this it maid did. with the the... Stomach pains, and then she hangs herself. Who has, and it's like, like, no, like, internal monologue. Like, maybe don't complain about how sore your tummy is. And then refuse, refuse to, to let the doctor see yeah. you. And then hang yourself because of it. And then when they show that, like, when I first saw that, and then again when I rewatched it this, this past week, because I hadn't seen it in a while, I was like, oh, does she go to the pet cemetery as well? But she doesn't. She's just a random person who yeah, dies. And it's like, person? Why? I don't like maybe there's something more in the book than that just didn't like translate to the to the screen, but it just seems so tacked on and unnecessary. Yeah. Um, and so then when they're at her funeral, yeah. Stephen King is the priest. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it like a Stan Lee thing where he makes a cameo in all of his adaptations? Not all the time, but he has been in a few of his adaptations. So I was like, hey, I know that yeah. guy. I know that guy. <laughs> Turns out he writes horror books. <laughs> And they get adapted into movies. Yeah. Um, so this is where we get into Zelda. Oh, God. And the depiction of her to take a Xanax first. death is horrifying. 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 I, like, I know, like, people can't see me right now, but I am, like, holding my face. I'm all, like, crunched up into yeah. a ball. I just hate everything about Zelda. Oh, God, I hate it. Yes. Yeah, it was awful. Awful, <sighs> awful. Um, kind of a side note here, not necessarily to the plot, but just a uh, comment on the like editing of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the way that it kind of would jump from one plot to another. Like mm-hmm. there were, you know, all these subplots, and yeah. so it would be like uh, the Duke gets their their. Um, he leaves for work and then all of a sudden there's this dead guy being carried in on yeah. a oh, sheet because yeah. he gets hit by a truck and then... It's like very jarring. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I felt like that was effective because it kind of yeah. kept you on edge like what's going to happen next. Yeah. Um, or from like the scene that's describing the sister's uh, death to just it jumps to a truck driver listening to music yeah. and like yeah. that's clearly some foreshadowing yes. that these drivers yes. are so reckless. Yeah. And then my next note is the baby dies. Right? The fucking baby dies. Yeah, horror doesn't fuck what around. the actual fuck? Yeah. Um, and then, oh my God, they're going to bury him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In you, the you burial ground. Yeah. Um, even though, like, 
We already have the anecdote about the dog. We yep. already know that the cat came back evil. And the we're going to... came back the very next day. See, you're rubbing off on me. Because usually I'm like, you don't have to sing about everything. And then oh, being friends about with everything. you. Yeah. yeah, now I sing about everything. Everything. All everything. the things. Um, and then at the, the baby's funeral, mm-hmm. when, um, like, the grandpa and... and Lewis, the dad, get into a fight. Just like all out brawl. And everybody's like restraining Lewis and telling him to get a hold of himself. And it's like, no, the other guy totally yeah. instigated this. He yeah, was like, the, who does that? Like, yeah. I realize you're mourning your kid, but you did this and you're awful and yeah. you're already feeling awful and I'm going to make you feel awfuler. Yeah. Um, like, this guy just lost his child. Maybe, maybe yeah. a little bit yeah, sensitive. Just, just like, clearly down. they've established that. That his parent or her parents don't like him. Yes. But, yeah. But like, come on. Yeah. At your grandchild's funeral, have yeah. some yeah. Have some tact. Um. And then a, just another note here that is kind of off this off the side, I that I kind of mentioned earlier, but this really has so little to do with pets. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. so little to do with it, it pets. It really does. I really was so surprised that it was not more about like. Dead pets coming back to life and terrorizing a village or something. Yeah. You were you were um, really. I mean, yeah. Now maybe that, I'm know, just a little of, too literal, but no. But, but even really, then, like in the in the beginning, when they first go visit the pet cemetery, and the little girl asks what it says, and the mom's like, "It says pet cemetery, but it's spelled wrong." It seems like such a plot point, and then it just doesn't mean yeah, anything. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not like oh, these kids did this thing and they spelt it wrong. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. It's just so random. Just, it just and gave then, a gave, just gave a chance for the the mom to just be a little pedantic for a minute. They're like, "It's spelled wrong." <laughs> Actually, it's spelled that way. <laughs> um, and then I realized, so this is a zombie movie too. Really, we watched a zombie yeah. movie last week. Yeah, kind like, of. Yeah, people kinda. coming back from the dead. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a zombie There's movie. There's a part where like Gage like bites the. The, uh, face the off face. of someone? Yeah. That little boy is terrifying. Yeah. He was so cute. He's like, so, cute. so yes. cute. Yeah. And then, like, even as this little demon baby, mm-hmm. when he comes back from the dead, he's still so fucking cute. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes. Um, he's super So, yeah. Why the, uh, why the fuck would you do it anyway? After yeah. the cat and the, the story, no good can come of this. Mm-hmm. Um... Side note, the parents' house, like the, the mom's parents' yes, house. yeah. You see it in some of the scenes with Zelda, and then when, like, the mom and the little girl are there after, mm-hmm. there are some creepy-ass pictures yes. hanging in that house. Yes. And I feel like maybe maybe in the book there would have been something about that or something. I don't know. Like, it felt like it. They were there was a reason. Yeah, so I actually read um, a bit of an interview with director uh, Mary Lambert, and she wanted to create this kind of, I don't think it was in the book, but she wanted to create this kind of like creepy atmosphere of, um, in like Victorian times, you know, they didn't, uh, they didn't have cameras right. or they didn't have cameras the way we do now. So the only, you would probably only get your picture taken like once in your lifetime. And quite often, I don't know if this, you know, common knowledge or whatnot, but, um, they the only dead. time the only time you would ever get your picture taken is when you were dead, especially back then when people died so young. Yeah. It's like, oh, we didn't get a chance to take a picture of Timmy. Take it now while he's dead, or or you know, like paint a portrait or yeah. something. So there is the one portrait of like the little a little girl kind of. Or well, something? it was actually a little boy, oh. just all kind of like in blue. Yes, yeah. And um, that was kind of supposed to like it was put in there. It was painted specifically for the movie, 
And it was put in there to kind of like jog your, your memory or your mind, kind of stay in your mind so that when you see Gage later when he's dead and he's dressed like little Lord Fauntleroy for some reason, and it was supposed to kind of like, oh, okay. like kind of like be of him or hmm. kind of suggest like, oh, there's this like weird like thing in her family or yeah. like a weird kind of like cursy thing hmm. and he came back looking like that. It's kind of what it was supposed to remind the That's interesting. Of. I don't know that it sat that deep with me, but it definitely stood out to me that I'm Yeah, like, it definitely didn't sit like I've seen this movie so many times and I like when I looked at it this last time I was like, oh that kind of looks like Gage when he comes back later. But I had to be told, like when I read the interview with, mm. with Mary Lambert, it's like, oh okay, I can see that. Yep. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So then there's a scene where like after he I can't even remember the context, but I have a note of, was this all a fucking dream? Because there's a scene where it's one of those kind of jump cuts. Yeah. And he wakes up in bed and it's all these like white sheets and blankets and stuff. And yeah. you're like, everything looks perfectly normal. Yeah. Was this a fucking dream? Yeah. I'm going to riot if this was a fucking dream. <laughs> all on my own, I'm going to riot. <laughs> and then he lifts the sheets and his feet are all covered in mud yeah. from trudging through yeah. the the cemetery. Yeah. Um, and, oh, I guess not, is yeah. my next note. Um, I love your, like, two lines wide caps lock. Yes. This was a fucking dream! With three question marks. <laughs> and then the next line, oh, guess not. This is how you can tell um, my, my like, in my notes how serious I was about something, is how many question marks yes, are behind something. Yes, yeah. Um, and then... There's a line where he says, Gage, what have you done? No, Lewis, what the fuck, fuck have you, you done? done? Exactly. <laughs> Um, and then right at that moment, my husband broke the tension with a very well-timed fart. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So, you know, thanks (laughs) thanks for that, Todd. Oh, that's good. Um, and then when, when he, like, he justifies, like, reanimating the baby by Mm -hmm. saying, like, Essentially, if he's e- evil, I'll just put him back to sleep again. Yeah. Like, it's so simple. Yeah. Bet you regret that now. Right? Um, also, then there's a makeout scene at the end, <laughs> which is also a puke emoji. Yes. And that is my last note on, oh, okay. on Pet Cemetery. So, a couple yeah. puke emojis and uh, a lot of what the fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, like, when he, when he like... Finally does, like, put little Gage to sleep. Like, he gives him a shot yeah. or whatever. And then he kind of does this little, like, cry. And then he, like, walks around the corner. No fair. No yes, fair. Yeah. It's just, it's so sweet. Yeah. Baby. Um, so, in summary, yeah, yeah this one scared me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. There was not any, um, there was... Not a second of levity in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so the, the other two, one was straight up, like, comedy or whatever like yeah. Shaun of the Dead yeah, 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 it had yeah. a very comedy like mm-hmm. lean to it yeah. um and even the um Halloween there were some kind of lighter scenes yep. comical scenes yeah this had no lightness no levity no yeah. humor yeah it was just dark the mm-hmm. whole time yeah um dark and atmospheric and, yeah, yeah and uh and it creeped the fuck out of me yeah so well done yeah you win. Yep, I um, win. <laughs> I will give this 
I'm struggling with rating these because, like, the first couple I rated based on my enjoyment of them, but now I'm like, should I be more thinking about do they, how much they scared me? Yeah, yeah, it's Um, kind of a, it's kind of a a toss up where, because, like, to me, if a movie really scared me, that's like 10 out of 10. 10, Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I feel like I'm going to give this like seven dead cats out of 10. Sweet. Yeah, it did a good job of scaring me. I was like engaged the whole time. I, I sent you a picture, you put it on our Instagram, yeah, yeah. of like, I was like gripping my face, yeah, and yeah. I literally, I I realized at one point that I was literally sitting there with my hand kind of, <laughs> my hand kind of clenched over my face yeah. with this like, what the fuck expression on my yeah. face for, I don't know how long I was sitting like that, and I'm like, oh, I need to take a selfie right? Yeah. this. Yeah. Um, I need to like unclench and like sit back and... Yeah. All right, so now that we are done with one dead pet, let's talk about <laughs> another. Um, so I picked Marley and Me for you this week, which Indeed. is based on a book as well. Yep. And uh, the book is called Marley and Me, Life in Love with the World's Worst Dog. <laughs> Which, uh, the movie, does, it doesn't have that subtitle, yeah, yeah, so yeah. just thought I'd add that context for you. Yeah. Um, did you know anything about the movie before you watched it? Um, I knew it was a shithead dog. <laughs> I knew he was just absolutely awful. I knew it was, like, stupid sad, because um, I asked my sister if she had seen the movie, and she was like, no. She said, I have read the book, and I refuse to watch the movie. She cried so hard. She's also a dog person she, like yeah, me, she's, though. She's, so. she's an animal person, so yeah. definitely. So I knew that it was going to make me cry. Because, I mean, as much as I'm putting off this persona of, like, I don't have a heart, I like horror movies, I'm a fucking crybaby. Yeah. And and I love animals, so, yeah. I, I knew that this was going to make me cry. You can watch people get killed and murdered and yeah, like, like and, let, and let, that's let fine, a, but, it, like... Leave the animals alone. Yeah, right? let a toddler get hit by a fucking semi-truck on a road, and that's fine. But the dog? <laughs> the dog died of old age and natural <laughs> causes? <laughs> yeah. So um, so I knew it was, like, really sad. I didn't even know that there were, like, big-name actors in it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know, because, and I had to write it down, because I always get them mixed up. I wrote it in capital letters, Owen Wilson, because I always get him and Luke Wilson oh, mixed yeah. up. So it has, like, I didn't know wow. that Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> One of my that's one of my points there. I didn't know that Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston were in that. Yeah, like, but they showed up on screen. I was like, oh, like this, this is a real this movie. Is a real movie. Yeah, I I didn't know any. I thought it was like a throwaway movie where like the dog was the biggest star, like Airbud Golden Retriever or whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so that's all I knew. I knew it was a shithead dog, and it was gonna make me cry. Uh, so a little background on why I picked Marley and me, um, my experience with it. So I read the book long before I ever saw the movie. I don't even think the movie was in the works mm-hmm. when I read the book. Um, Marley and me, life in love with the world's worst dog. And at the time, I had a great big dog, mm-hmm. big old Magnus, yeah. who was definitely not the world's worst dog. He was, in fact, the goodest he boy. Was, he was the goodest boy, for sure. But it still resonated with me because it was a story about a dog. You had me at dog. Yeah. Uh, since the book was more or less a memoir, you can assume that in that, that the dog's going to die in the end, right? Like, yes. you, can, you can just draw that conclusion without even reading the cover. Yeah. Um, it's going to span the life of the dog. Mm. Um, so if you're a softy like me, uh, you're going to cry. Yeah. Well, and a cry doesn't even really scratch the surface. <laughs> um, so the context of me reading this book, 
Uh, here I am, sick with the flu, oh not feeling God. good to begin with, and I'm curled up on the couch with my great big lug of a dog, <laughs> oh. reading the final chapters of this book. Yeah. So, you know, the not feeling well has me yeah. f- sappy, and yeah. then this big dog that I loved with my whole being, mm-hmm. uh, curled up at my side, I finished the final chapters of this book sobbing so hard Aww. that I literally made myself sick. Oh, no! Yeah. I've never, in fact, uh, cried harder reading really? a book. Really? Wow. Actually, that's a lie. Oh, okay. That is a lie. Um, I read a book a couple of years ago called Lily and the Octopus, which... Oh, is it good? Yeah. Okay. I have it if you want to oh, borrow but, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's also about a dog. Mm. And more to the point, it's about a dachshund. Who, oh, no. If you know anything about me, I am you obsessed love with the little wieners. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she gets like a, a tumor on her head. And the owner, who is the narrator of the book, personifies it as an octopus. It looks like an octopus, and it's not cute. And he's, like, the enemy. And so he spends the whole book, like, battling with the octopus, essentially. Oh, interesting. They they argue with each other and stuff. Like, the, Mm. yeah. And uh, so he, you know, tries to convince the octopus to leave and whatever. And and then in the end, the dog dies. But I... um, I like to keep a book in my desk at work to yeah. read on my breaks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this was the book that I had oh, at geez. work at the time. And like Marley and me, I cried the last number of chapters. Mm-hmm. This book, I ended up having to take home and read just at home because every single chapter I was crying. Oh, man. Um, and, and my coworkers were starting to worry. So I, brought, <laughs> I got something much more fun. So I read The Bell Jar at work instead. Oh, that's good. That's just, you know, something lighthearted and yeah. fun. And, yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. Back back to Marley and me. Yeah. Um, so naturally, when the movie came out, I had to go see it in the theater. I honestly can't remember who I went with. You saw this in the theater? I did. I saw wow. it in the theater. Um, yeah. And I can't remember who I was with. Um Whoever that was, if you're listening, I'm sure you remember the experience. Um, I probably cried just in, as hard in the theater as I did reading the book. Wow. Um, and I've watched it a couple times since then, and really? it never fails to make hmm. me cry. Um, and it's not like it's, like, tragic. Like, no. it's an old dog that dies yeah. of being an old yes. dog. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's just what happens. Like, yeah. it's part of life. Uh, but I just can't. Yeah. Like... Cats and dogs. Like, cats get me too, but, like, a dog really, uh, really kills me. Yeah. Uh, So, anyway, Marley and Me was released in 2008. It stars Owen Wilson and Jennifer Mm -hmm. Aniston, as you mentioned, as well as McSteamy. Okay, see, I knew he was on Grey's Anatomy, and I knew that he was, like, McSteamy or McDreamy or... Nick Creamy. He's or <laughs> Um, I also have a note in here after I say as well as McSteamy. Uh, waiting for Deanne's slow blink. I thought you'd have no clue. <laughs> I, for like one season, I was like really into Grey's Anatomy. And so I watched it um, because there was a doctor on there who was like really hot. Um, I can't remember her, the actress's name or the doctor's name, but Sarah Ramirez. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know what show this is, but I'll watch it. And yeah. then I was like, oh, I guess I'm watching this now. And yeah. then I just, like, forgot after. So do you want to know that Sarah Ramirez is going to be on the new season of Sex in the City? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I have to start. Are you going to make me watch a Sex in the City movie, too, I, at some point? I've thought about it. I don't know, because you never watched the series, and I don't know if... Yeah. It's... 
it's a potential. I didn't know that there was a new series of Sex in the City. Yes, and I'm so, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also so upset that they are addressing COVID in it. And I'm like, fuck you, I just want to escape <laughs> yeah, right. reality a little bit. Yeah, no doubt. Anyway, yeah. tangent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, McSteamy is a character yeah. on Grey's Anatomy, played by the actor who plays the, the friend and co-worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was released on Christmas Day, and it actually oh. set the record for the highest grossing Christmas Day release. I can see that being uh, a Christmas Day release. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it made almost $15 million. Dang. Um, I'm not sure if that record has been broken since, but in 2008, it was oh, okay. the Christmas Day record. Cool. Uh, Owen Wilson is 103% not who I pictured playing John Grogan. Oh, yeah? I could not... T- I sat and thought about this a lot as I was watching it again to just before we, we recorded. Yeah. Um, and I can't tell you who I thought it should be, okay. but not him. Yeah. Were you expecting, like, blonde or, like, um, a different-looking kind of guy? Just a little more serious, maybe. That's fair. Because I, I will admit, I think it's because... It's going to sound like a dickhead thing for me to say, but, you know, surprise, I'm a dickhead. Owen Wilson has a very goofy looking face. Like, I don't know if he, if this actually happened or not, but he looks like his nose was broken. I think it was. I think it's like, I I think I could be making this up in my head. This could be a fever dream, but I'm sure I've heard stories of it being broken like multiple times. Yeah. And so that's just kind of like his thing now. Yeah. He's just a goofy looking guy. And so, so yeah, I think like when I first saw him, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So this movie has the worst Rotten Tomato score of my picks so really? far. Yeah, only 62%, and it actually received quite mixed reactions. Okay. Um, so I have a fun fact here ah, for you. Yes. How many dogs do you think played Marley? I'm going to say seven. Way off. Yeah? 22. Holy there shit. There were 22 dogs that played Marley. Wow. I said uh, seven because eight cats played church in Pet Sematary. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's probably about how many how many animals play an animal. Um, so for myself, after uh, watching it again, mm-hmm. it definitely didn't remember some of the details clearly. Um, mm-hmm. And watching it again, uh, some of them don't age well. <laughs> I'm not going to say more than that because yeah. I'm very curious to see mm. your perspective and if you point out some of the same things as me yeah. um so tell me what did you think of Marley and me yeah well um so first I'll just say that Marley and me as a little like plot synopsis here uh it's about a, a couple a newlywed couple who um you know kind of they're not ready to have kids yet and so they're like hey let's adopt this dog and then like let's never you know train the dog or anything so the dog is just kind of like constantly destroying their lives even after they like get a nicer house and have kids and this dog is just like always this like omnipresent just awful dog but in the end I mean they still love the dog so you know he stays with them for the rest of his life and you know is very sad when he has to die is you know (laughs) kind of what the the basic synopsis is um okay my very first note I have after Owen Wilson in, like, capital letters. So I remembered which Wilson I was, right. I was talking about. Um, so it, it like, kind of opens with them, like, on their, on their wedding night and how it's, like, it was snowing and they're, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's, you know, this is kind of how their, like, marriage started off and they're kind of, like, warming their feet in the, in the hot tub or whatever and kind of shows, like, how they have this, like, perfect little life set yeah. up. And my first comment was, happy, happy Aryans. <laughs> it's like white, blonde, blue eyes. Yeah. Like they're just, 
Like they could almost be they're like so brother- perfect. Yeah, they, yeah. they could almost be like brother and sister. Yeah. Just like the way they yeah. look, and they're just like you know, their perfect skin and like their perfect hair. I didn't even realize it's like their wedding day, so they want to look perfect. Yeah, but it was very like, yeah, they just looked like happy little Aryans. <laughs> Um, so then, like going down, um, going down my list here, um, really good soundtrack. I yes, like it started yeah. off with like REM, and it just kind of like kept yeah. going from there. I I was really happy with that. Um, they're like they're driving to their like new place of like when they get to Florida or mm-hmm. whatever, and I was just like, "You drive the shittiest car, <laughs> right? Like, what is that?" And I feel like until they have kids, yeah. they just drive that yeah. shitty car. And Even when like, they're, like, more successful and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, I can't remember where... Oh, they were from Michigan. And then they, yeah. And they, so I was like, did you drive that car from Michigan to, Detroit, to, uh, to Florida? Did that car make it <laughs> from Michigan to Florida? Like, it's just... Yeah, I don't know. Um, hey, I've driven worse. Yeah, I mean... Well, I can't say I have, because I didn't get my license till I was 31, and I'm only on my second car, <laughs> and I bought both of them new, so... Anyway... Humble brag. I drive brand new cars. Um, so they go for like you know to try and get their little. Uh, he goes for his job interview and to kind of get his little newspaper writing job. Yeah. And it's like no matter how much like in the bag you think you have this job, don't mention bong rips and Donkey Kong <laughs> in your job interview, right? Unless it's like your brother is like obviously going to hire you or something, and like. He just has to, like, interview you out of, like, a technicality. Yeah. Like, just, if you've never met this person and you're there for a job interview, don't say the words bong or donkey Kong. <laughs> like, just maybe, you know, keep that until you, like, have that job in the bag. Right. Keep it in your pocket. Yeah. But, um, you know, we got the job. And then they move into the cutest house. Isn't I it? love it so yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, I've been like looking at like houses a lot online just to kind of like dream about things. And it's like, that's the kind of house I want. Aww. It's just so cute. It is I love very it. Cute, yeah. Um so, you know, we're married, so we gotta keep this old ball and chain and check here. Yeah. And it's like, well, you don't wanna have a kid because then you'd have to grow up yourself. Uh, shut her up with with an animal. Just yeah. you know, just let her. Speaking of my, some things don't age well. Comments. That's yeah. exactly yeah. where I was going. Yeah, yeah like, like let's oh. just manipulate our wife into yeah, not wanting you know, a child. That's... Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay. So pets aren't presents. Pets aren't presents. <laughs> and you just like let's go on this like secret, like drive in the country let's go to this kennel or whatever yeah and i'm gonna like surprise you with it and then we just show up and it's like here's puppies pick one out i'm buying it for you pick out a puppy we're getting a puppy today yeah with no forethought or planning or research or clearly no forethought or planning and then they get the clearance puppy which is super cute but if like they were all from the same litter and they all basically looked the same there's a reason one's on clearance and and the lady was like you can have that one for 200 it's like why yeah. What is wrong yeah. with it? Maybe don't get the clearance puppy. Yeah. So I was I was like right from the get-go, you're like, oh, something's up with that dog. Yeah, you are setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Um, and then like I've never had a dog, and I always say I'm not a dog person, but it's like I go out anywhere and I when I'm like driving somewhere and I like see a dog or you know, whatever. I always have in my head that, like, little, like, meme sound clip of, can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? Like, I'm not a dog person, but, I mean, I still, like, 
look at me, dog. Look at, can yeah. I pet the dog? Can I see the dog? Like, I still love dog. I would just never, ever have right. a dog. But, I mean, I go to your house, and it's like, oh, the dogs are great. And, you know, are they, though? Well, they're, 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 <laughs> they're a lot. They're spirited. Um, <laughs> oh. Or, like, my sister, like, had, like, or, like, my dad had a beagle, and then, you know, my sister kind of, like, took her in after yeah. my dad died. And Daisy was an amazing dog. And, she yeah, was. If, I, if I go to someone's house, like... Yeah, you know, I, I love dogs, but I just like cats better. But I like all the animals, right. you know. So, so yeah, so, I mean, that said, like, I would never have a dog, but I can look at that movie and say, you shouldn't have done that, you shouldn't have done that, <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't have done that. Like, brand new dog, first night in the house, and, okay, maybe you don't want him, like, up on the bed or anything. You want to, like, train him. You don't put him in a paper box, like, in a cardboard box in the, in the fucking garage. In the dark. That feels a little Lady in the Tramp to me. Have you ever seen Lady in the Tramp? What do you think the answer to that is? <laughs> As I was saying, <laughs> and I was like, she's never seen that. Yeah. But yeah, it's like crate training. Get a fucking crate, put it in your bedroom, and keep the puppy in there. So I tried that with Magnus when yeah. I got Magnus. Oh, Magnus yeah. was like maybe almost a year old when mm. I got him, and uh, he was like, I mean, he was 120 pounds by the end of his life. He was, he was like 80 pounds when I got him. Okay. So, I mean, still big when you got him. Massive. And I'm like, this dog needs to be kennel trained. And I did. I got a crate and I kept it beside my bed. And like for days on end, Mm -hmm. I, I, first I had it kind of in the corner of my bedroom and then I moved it right beside my bed so that I could hang my hand inside. And then I like even tried sleeping on the floor beside the crate and days on end of this dog barking and whining and crying all night and I was like well you win fine I need to sleep at some point yeah yeah. and I mean and then he slept on my bed every day with me for the rest of his life and I loved it but he also didn't destroy my entire yeah I mean he was he was a good boy and if you want to have a dog in your bed like have a dog in your bed. Yeah. Like, I, I think that your pets should sleep with you. Yeah. Like but if you're, if you're going into it thinking this pet is not going to sleep in my bed, then yeah, a crate, not a cardboard box in yeah, the garage. Like it's, for it's, sure. It's not a fucking bicycle. Like, it's a, it's a living thing. Like, you know, maybe, especially, like, he's just a little baby puppy and yeah. it's his first night and he's away from all his little puppy brothers and sisters. And he's all squishy and floppy. Yeah, you can just put him <laughs> in a dark garage. Away from... Yeah. Everything. Everything. Like, come on. Um, so that made me very... Oh, and then he was in the garage in a thunderstorm. Like... Poor doggo. Come on. No wonder this dog grows up to be a shithead. He's got PTSD from the time (laughs) he was adopted. Um, I really, really have strong feelings about that scene, too, because one of my three current shitheads, um, well, two and a half shitheads... (laughs) Uh, one of them is slightly less shithead yes, than the others. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I uh, one of them is very reactive yeah. to thunder. So, yeah. yeah. So I felt for that poor doggo. Ah, I know. Um. So I mean, then we just go through like, just like a, a barrage of like, shithead dog doing shithead shit. Like when I think he stole like Jen's bra and he was like yeah. running around. And, and like, just like, and it's like, well, he won't go through the screen door. And I wrote here, like, you can't go through a screen door. And then I wrote, watch me. And right? he just like breaks right through it. And it's like, oh, 
what that that dog is awful. <laughs> and I mean, I realize that's the theme of the movie yeah. is that dog is awful. But um, there was there was a scene in it where I think they were kind of like having an argument, and one of them said, "Usually you train dogs." And then I just screamed at the, at the film, and I like wrote in capital letters, "Then do it." Yeah, like don't take them to one obedience class and be like, which is which... the worst obe- obedience class in history. Like yes. that trainer. I mean, I know it was. Probably played up up for the movie and that's not how she was in real life. But like, come to me to teach your dog how to sit and then I'm going to judge you for your dog not knowing how to sit. Well, you haven't fucking taught me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like, sit. Oh, your dog's not sitting? Well, you're a terrible dog owner. Get get out of Um, my class and never come back. I have a little note written to myself here too about uh, some of the training issues. And uh, this this movie did hit home a little bit in the... um, crazy dog that rules your life and the I've tried nothing and I'm all out of ideas yeah. school of training. Uh, so, you know, you let your dogs get away with things until it comes a big thing. So, um, I appreciate you still coming to my house occasionally. Yeah, you know, I mean, we clearly don't record the podcast at your house. For reasons. Yes. But, you know, and I mean, it's like you said, like, Nine times out of ten, you come into the house, you let them go crazy for, like, ten minutes or whatever, and then they chill out, and we just kind of, like, go yeah, on yeah. with our day, yeah. you know, um, to the point where I can't remember, it was, like, right when my mom had died, either, like, a couple of days later or, like, just right before, and it was just, like, an exhausting month for me, and I think we had, like, a really bad day at the hospital, and Ronnie was just going to go home, and, like, everyone was just going to go home and, like, you know, just, like, be at home where it's quiet. Yeah. And I went to your house, and Ronnie was like, why did you go there? <laughs> and I was like, I just want something, like, excited and happy, and, and that's why, because I think you even said, like, you can, like, I can come over to your house for coffee. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to come to your house. Yeah. Like, I just want something, like, exciting I remember and that, and I was, uh, yeah. I was surprised, too. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just wanted something, like, hi, oh, hi, you're here, look yeah. at me, look at me, look at me. I'm so I'm, happy to see you. I'm going to lick your leg for the next five minutes, right. and then I'm going to, and then Gus always likes to uh, come up behind me and just, like, hit my butt. Yes. So I was like, yeah, I just, you know, I just want that, that excited that energy. energy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that just gave me the feels. Oh, I'm glad my puppies oh, could yes. cheer you up. Yeah, in that for sure. Even terrible though they're time. like, even though they're crazy, it's like, yeah, they, they have a good kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. They're fun. They are fun. Um, but like, so maybe this is just like a case of like a different, you know, we just have a different way of like looking at pet ownership compared to other people. But after their crazy, uh, obedience class that went nowhere and they were kind of driving home and they were like well there is another thing we could do we could maybe neuter him it's like no you you just neuter him yeah you should have done that already yeah and as i can tell you from my cat who is fucking insane even though she's (laughs) sleeping nice over there spain did nothing for her yeah don't jinx it don't jinx her like i was like because she's crazy i mean she is only just over a year old but she was, like, being crazy, and I was, like... She was practically I, climbing the walls when I got oh here today. <laughs> I thought, well, you know, once I spay her, she'll be fine. Oh, yeah. No. no. There was, it doesn't do I a mean, damn even, thing. even they were, like, no, don't let her, like, jump on things or run around <laughs> while she's healing. And I'm, like, I, like, I'm glad I work from home so I can, like, keep an eye on her. But after the first day when she crawled out of her cone three times, I'm, like, fuck it. If you get an infection, we'll just fucking deal with it yeah. because there's only so much I can do. My mom's got a newer kitty and yeah. she had the same experience where, I mean, she was um, getting her new uh, spade just because it was time. Yeah. Um, 
not really with the expectation of her calming down. Yeah. But this little kitty is so, um, like, she, she said she should have named her Houdini. She got out of her cone multiple times in the first, like, ten minutes. And so then she went back to the vet and got this, like, straight jacket looking thing <laughs> that you put all four legs in and then tie oh, it up I down her back. It. And uh, she got out of that multiple times. Really? And, uh, and yeah, and, like, they want you to keep them calm and stuff. Well, this kitty's so wild that... She's the sweetest little thing, but yeah, she's just insane. Yeah. She um, she ended up having to go to the vet and get her stitches fixed because mm-hmm. she like got an infection in this big like, yeah, it was like she mom's had her back and forth to the vet so many oh, times because no. she's so oh, no. chaos. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so as they're talking, I think it's at when they're talking about getting this dog neutered, and the dog. Owen Wilson lets that dog walk all over him. Oh, absolutely. And so, you know, Jen is trying to... I feel like that's a very typical thing where, like, the woman is trying to, like, keep some kind of semblance of, like, order. <laughs> and then the man is just like, let it do whatever it wants. Yeah. Although, it might be a little bit backwards at your house. Um, Or, or maybe no. a good 50-50. 50-50, yeah. yeah. Okay, we, we equally have tried yes. nothing in our okay. ideas. But, you know, he's like, no, let the dog, like, stick his head out the window in our shitty little car. <laughs> and then the dog, like, just... Crawls out of the car while they're driving. Down the freeway. Yes, so that he has to, like, hold up his back legs while the dog's, like, running on his front legs. And I have to say, every time I am in traffic and someone has their window down and the dog is, like, out there, I'm like, that dog is just going to jump right out of that car and just run away. Or, like, people in, like, their pickup trucks and, like, the dog's just in the back. It's like, that dog's going to just... Why isn't that dog just jumping out of the red light? Or if you slam on the brakes, it's not going to have a choice of whether it jumps out or not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that could be a, a tangent on its own. Oh, yeah, I know. Whenever I see dogs like that, it's like, no, put that dog in, like, inside the cab. Yeah. Don't put it outside in the, like, in the back of the truck. I will occasionally let my dog stick their head out the window, but but only a crack. Like, I'll, mm. I'll open the window a couple inches so they can kind of get their snoot out of yeah. it. And then... But not, like, um, like not like gums flapping. Yeah, as you're like and then I them. even, um, I learned the hard way that uh, they can open the windows themselves if they step on the dog could do so that. Yeah. I'll, I'll open it a, a couple inches and then I'll put the child lock on yeah. so oh, that they can't get yeah. it any yeah. further but yeah yeah but that's it like you were not full on sticking your head out the window yeah whenever I like I just I just don't understand how there aren't just dogs running down the street all the time there just, are like, though yeah like if you're on Facebook which I know you're not no. but um there are just there's pages like there's multiple different like Facebook groups that mm. are for lost or missing pets. Mm. And there are just, and I mean, they're probably not from jumping out of a vehicle, yeah. but yeah, there are con- like just constant posts yeah. of dogs that have gotten away or whatever. Yeah, I just, every time I see a dog, it's like that That's my worst nightmare, out. like oh, for my yeah. dogs to run away. Oof. I feel like your dogs, you would never be able to catch your dogs if they ran away. Um, Like Roxy? Oh, yeah. You Roxy. can't even get her to come in the house from the backyard half the Well, time. but if I have treats, she will. So it's Fair the enough. same. Like, she's gotten out the front door a couple times, but I just grab a handful of food and throw it across the floor, and she comes right back in. Because yes. that dog is ruled by her stomach. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, so they finally, like, okay, so we have this crazy little life. Like, we both have decent jobs. We have a crazy little life with, with our dog, and we're kind of, like, just giving into the crazy. This is our life. And it's like... 
what else could we do to make it a little bit crazier instead of like just getting used to the crazy, oh, let's have a baby now. Right. Like we've, we've, uh, you know, now we'll let the little lady have her kid. Right. You know, after, uh, you know, we've had the dog for a couple of years and that has put it on hold as much as possible. But I guess inevitably we have to have, you know, the old ball and chain wants to have a fucking baby. So I guess I got to do that. So at that point, I was like, oh, they're going to give up that dog. Because so many people go, right. oh, we, we have a kid, so we can't have a dog anymore. Yeah. It's like, dude, no, that was your first kid. Yeah. You don't get you don't get to go get rid of your first kid because your second kid came along. Like, you just learn how to make it work. Yeah. Even if your dog is a shithead. So I, I totally saw, like, I had visions of, like, the dog, like, knocking the kid over, like, with his tail or, mm. like, you know, biting his entire head or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. But... It really didn't. Um, but like when they're first pregnant with, with the baby that she loses, mm-hmm. they keep like doing like the ultrasound. And I'm like, that is the flattest 10-week stomach right. I've ever seen. Like you had to have a doctor tell you that you weren't pregnant anymore. I could just look at you and tell you there, <laughs> there's no baby in there, Jen. Um, but I have to say in that scene, it was like, it's a silly little like, not a serious movie, but the acting that Jennifer Aniston did with her face yeah. in that scene, I was like, heartbreaking. Oh, that. Yeah. Like, I really felt like she really, like, sold that, that, like, this broke her heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when she, when they go home and she's crying and Marley just puts his, puts his <gasps> oh, head on her, heart. on her leg, it's like, even when, like, animals are being awful, like, they know when you just need, like, a friend. Absolutely. Like, yeah. at the end of this movie, when I was, like, bawling my face off, and Hazel was sitting next to me, and she just kind of, like, perked up at one point, and I was, like, I looked at her, like, bawling, and I kind of, like, laughed at myself for doing it, and then she just, like, hopped right up on my lap and, like, got her face, like, right into yeah, my face. They know. And she was just, like, why, why, why are you crying? I'm sorry, human, don't cry. <laughs> um... What else do I have here? Um, so they get this this house, uh, the house sitter, who is far too tiny to take care of a dog like Marley. And he's like destroying the whole house while she's house sitting. And it reminded me of this time that I was house sitting at your house. I feel like you already know the story I'm going to tell you. I actually, it's my last little paragraph on nice. my notes to see if it. you brought it up. So I was like house sitting at your old house. And I think it was... Magnus and Gus. Yes. And Todd and Gus was like a baby. Yeah. He was little because you were still at the old house. Yeah. And uh, did you have Ella when you were at the old house too? Yes, but yeah. after Magnus died. Okay, okay. Um, and I feel like Todd had given you this like giant stuffed animal for like Valentine's Day A bright or pink frog. Yeah, a yeah. frog. That's what it yeah. was. I remember being bright pink. We talk about that bright pink frog all the time. Oh, man. In the context of, I should find another one of those for Gus. Oh. Not... Not, not for you, for you. No, yeah, no, no, for, for Gus. Gus. Um, but I remember, like, he was like, I think it was Gus because Magnus was you know, such a good boy. Yeah, but I think it was Gus. It was, was just like hundred. I don't even destroying this yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, I came home once because I was like staying at the house that right. week, and I came home from work one day, and there was just fluff all over the house. And this is the part that makes me feel bad, which you know. Because I told you about it, and I was like, I just put that thing in your room and, like, close the door. Like, he just can't have it. And you're like, that's fine. Like, it happens all the time. And we just, like, put all the stuff in, like, back into it, back into it and, like, let him go at it again. And I was like, oh, I threw out all the stuff. Oh, God. And, and I still think about that all the time. Like, oh, this, this poor, like, animal that you guys keep, like, 
restuffing, <laughs> and I've just destroyed it, and now no. it's just thrown out no. after shit. No, my I'm dog like, destroyed it. Who fucking cares? Yeah, it's absolutely. But at the time, I was like, oh, I never even thought about that. I just picked it all up and put it in a black garbage bag and threw it away. <laughs> I had this moment on that trip. I can't remember what that trip was. That must have been when I went with Todd's family to Wisconsin Dells. I think maybe that's what um, it was. Yes. And so we were staying in this little cabin, and I had Wi-Fi. So I was like, you know, in the evenings when we were done our activities or yeah. whatever. There's too much room for activities. <laughs> um, I'd look at the various internets. Yeah. And you had tweeted at one point, <laughs> Calgon, take me away. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a thing I would do. And I commented on it. I'm like, oh, I hope that's not in relation to my dogs. And you never replied. And I'm like... <laughs> Oh, fuck, she's having the worst week of her life. Oh, man. <laughs> but then a couple days later, you posted a cute picture of them in my backyard. Yes. So I'm like, okay, so she's not fully hating no, life. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, God, what what have I done to my friend? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I survived and we're still friends, so it's all And cool. you've dog sat for me a number I of have, times I since have. then. Yep, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was a fun week um (laughs) but it's like all throughout this movie how and why do they ever leave that dog alone like after the first couple of like get a crate get a crate like why did they never get a crate yeah i feel like he would have chewed his way through it (laughs) i don't know dude i feel like you can get like a decent crate that just like so, so they know by time Jen actually has her first baby, they know this dog is bad news. This dog will destroy everything you love. This dog is a bad dog. And then Jen's in labor and they just like give the dog a bone and just like take off for right. two days. Did the dog just shit all over the house? What did the dog eat? You're telling me that that awful dog was just kept busy With a fucking bone for two days? So I would like to give a little benefit of the doubt that maybe Owen Wilson came home a couple times to check on the dog or they had somebody come in to feed the dog or something. Okay, fair. Just the way they did it was like, here, take this bone boy and just leave. And, you know, it was was weird. Like, I just watched that and I was like, because they they show it like the the sun like setting and then rising. Right, yeah. And I was like, that dog had enough attention to just like, focus on that bone for two like I know dogs love bones but come on yeah come on so they have this dog after or they have the baby after being uh in Ireland on their little Irish trip and so they're like oh it's the luck of the Irish so of course the baby's name is Patrick right oh this is my baby Patrick yeah it's like well sorry to any Irish right last week we uh we insulted the Germans this week we we insulted the Irish Oh, that's too bad for the Irish. Um, so after the neighbor girl gets stabbed, um, which they don't really ever dwell on, just like a random knifing in, yeah. in the in the uh, driveway, weird neighbor girl has the exact same hair that she had two years when they moved in. Right. I don't know, yeah. like exact same like placement of the yeah, streak, yeah. everything. Like, okay, well, good for you for keeping it up that long because I can't do that. And then like, hey, we got to move somewhere safe. So that means the most expensive place in Florida. And now I've never been to Florida, but is Boca Raton really that beige? Everything yes. is just beige it's there. From my, what I understand, yes, it is. And oh. it's where all the like 
housewifey kind of uh, people. That's okay. what I that's what I yeah. picture. Anyway. Yeah, it was just like it was just like so like it's just not a place I could ever live. You know, like yeah. everything is just the Cookie same. Cookie cutter. And, and, yeah, it's yeah. just like ugh, barf. Like you don't need to live there. <laughs> Just because you have kids. You know, I feel like people, when they have kids, it's like, okay, now we need to live in this, like... In the suburb. Boring or... suburb, and we have to get the minivan. And, yeah. You know, it's like, you don't have to lose your personality just because you have a kid. So, I have a story about crazy dog and yes. kids. So, my old Magnus, he was, I mean, he was a good boy, mm-hmm. but he was also... We a, a tiny house and a giant dog, and he had lots of energy, and he would, mm-hmm. like, tear through the house and stuff... And I remember one night I was laying in bed and, you know, what else do you do when you're laying in bed? But think of every scenario that's never going to happen. Oh, in for sure. And I remember laying there thinking, I can't ever have a baby as long as I have this dog because, and it wasn't, it was never a, I'd have to get rid of this dog if I had a baby. It was yeah. a, I can't have a baby if yeah, I have yeah, this yeah, dog. Yeah. And I was single at the time. Like yeah. there was no baby prospects in my, <laughs> yeah. in my future. And I was like, he would trample it. He's so, like, he's just, like, this big, dumb oaf, kind of. Like, he, yeah. he's, he wouldn't even notice that it was, like, I could never lay the baby down on the ground. And no. and I stewed and spun my wheels <laughs> on this for so long laying in bed. And I was, like, devastated that I could never have a baby if I had this dog. Yeah. And then it just, like, popped into my head. It occurred to me, well, you would get a playpen and put the baby in a playpen if you wanted to lay it down. And then that was it. And I fell asleep. And it was, and it was the stupidest it's thing. It's like, I thought babies just lived on the ground. <laughs> well, just you know. Get a piece like, of concrete and just throw the kid on there. That's what you, you do with babies. You put a blanket down and you lay the baby down for tummy fair, time or fair, whatever. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. a thing. But yeah. And I'm like, I just would never. I can't just like, if I had to go wash the dishes and leave the baby, you know, in the other, like, I mean, it was open from yeah. the kitchen to the living yeah. room, whatever, but um, I couldn't, you can't just leave them on the couch or something, right? You've got to be somewhere off. they yeah. can't roll off. And yeah. it's like, yeah, a fucking playpen, Laura. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so now we get into more of, um, now that, you know, they're kind of like becoming this little family, um, we get to see more of how Owen Wilson is just a shitty guy in this movie. <laughs> He's just shitty. Like, Jen is pregnant. I'm like, cute and charming, so that's going to get me away with everything. Wow. Wow. Does he think he has something in his contract where, like, I have to say wow at least three times in this movie? Maybe. Because he says it three times. Does he? And the first time he said it, I was like, he did the thing. He did the, <laughs> the performing monkey did the thing. Like, it's just, because it's yeah. such a joke that when you see him do it, it's like, you really say wow a lot. Yeah. Like, in movies where it's not even, like, funny or cute, like, why would you say wow in this? And then he does it. Like, in the movie The Haunting, which is kind of a shitty movie, but it's, like, supposed to be, like, a scary movie. And he's like, wow. It's like, what do you say? Like, wow, it's a ghost. Like, what are you, why, why are you wowing right now? So anyway, so like Jennifer. It's like Keanu Reeves having to say, whoa. whoa. Yeah. Or uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, get to the chopper. <laughs> get down. Come, come with me if you want to live. He says that a lot. It's not just a Terminator oh. thing. Get to the chopper. And Brad Pitt eating. Oh, does he eat a lot? In every single movie ever, mm-hmm. he's eating. I want that job. Right? Put me on camera and just make me eat things. Um, that's a different kind of job. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, Luke Wilson is just this, like, typical, like, bumbling, clueless, like, dude. Yeah. And Jennifer is pregnant. Like, she's like, oh, I'm pregnant again. And it's like, you know, he's getting all, like, at first he's, like, ready to say... 
oh, we should like move here and do this other thing because we're not going to oh, be yeah, pregnant yeah. or whatever. And then she's like, well, I'm pregnant. And the first thing he says is congratulations. Right. Not like, oh, I'm excited. I'm going to be a yeah. dad. But like, congratulations, person I have nothing to do with. Yeah. Like, it's not a co-worker. <laughs> it's not your fucking friend. Who, yeah. Like, probably, from the sounds of him, has like a million children that he's never <laughs> met. Because I feel like he just fucks anything that moves. Pretty much. I think so. But it's like, congratulations? Yeah. Like, not like, oh, yay, that's so exciting. I love you. And then once that baby is born... Jen needs to, like, go into the office or something, and so she's like, can you, like, stay home? And it's like, well, how long do I have to watch the kid for? At least 18 years. It's your fucking kid. Right. You are not babysitting. I yeah. mean, I feel like at this point we're kind of, that's a thing that, like, everyone knows. Like, you're not babysitting your kid. Yes. You're just staying yes. home and being a parent, you dick. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> you dick. But they have another kid. Because, like, once they had one kid, I was like, that's got to be it for them. Yeah. Like, at one point, I was like, this is chaos. I can't even handle watching I know, this I was, chaos, I much was, less living this chaos. As I, was, as I was watching it through again, just before I brought it to you, I was like, I can feel how stressed Deanne is going to be just watching <laughs> this. Yes, I was just like, oh my god. And then they had another kid, and I wrote, come on. <laughs> like, in that little house, two kids, Plus that ginormous, crazy dog. I said, this family is just one bad idea after another. <laughs> like, just... But then my heart did get a little bit more, like, warmed when it was, oh, the puppies in the ocean at the beach. Oh, it was yeah. just, you know, and it's like, every time they go to the beach, I'm like, this is the time that the dog's going to do something bad. Yeah. And like, because it's like, don't let your dog off a leash because you're going to ruin it for everyone yeah. kind of thing. And it's like, it's a dog beach, though. Like... You know, they, they show him kind of, like, squatting in the ocean, and he's like, no, Marley! And it's like, it's a dog beach, though. But I think the thing is, it's an unofficial dog beach that ah, they, it's just, okay. and, and everybody's like, nothing bad can happen, because then we'll lose our privileges that they're not cracking down on this not actually being a dog area. Okay, but there are lots of parks that are not dog parks that people take their dogs to. And if they shit everywhere and dog, don't pick it up. But if your dog does take a shit... Just clean it up. Yeah, it's not going to contaminate the whole ocean. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, how many times have you gone in the water and peed? All the times. Ne- never. I mean, not you and I, but I've heard people do this oh, a okay. lot. Like, you know, I mean, I would never take a shit in the ocean. Right? But, but you know, like, yeah. just if you make a mess, any kind of, if I spilled an ice cream cone, I would just clean it up. Exactly. It's not that I mean, I would deal. clean it up by calling my dog over. Well, I mean, that's that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, and legit, every body of water has sewage dumped into it anyway. Right? So Yeah. It's like, it's no big deal. But it was just like, so, like, such a, a So thing dramatic. Of, well, and oh. it was just, like, all the puppies in the ocean. They were just having the best time. Yes. I can't think of what song was playing then, but it was like oh, this yeah. happy, just like, summertime, like, puppies in the ocean. Everyone's having fun. Like, it just <laughs> looked so lovely. And I was like, well... This is going to get shut down real fast because Marley is going to do something shitheaded. Yes, yes. And he did. He shit. <laughs> he did. He just, he shit all over that. Um, so then they finally moved to Pennsylvania because he finally takes this job in Pennsylvania. Right. How much money does a columnist make that they can afford that house? That house is my dream. Yeah. Oh God. I, yeah. 
Like at one point, like they go looking for Marley and they're like, well, he might be in the barn or he might be in the stables. And I realized, I think the stables were like the neighbors yes, or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, what, how? How do you make this much money? And like, if you were a single guy, maybe, but you have two, they have three kids three by kids then, at that because point, let's yeah. have another bad decision. Not that children are bad decisions. Children are kind of bad decisions. <laughs> um, but I'm, children are bad decisions for me. I will say that. There you Fair. go. Yes. But... Yeah, so they have these three kids. They have a dog. I think they've upgraded from their shitty car by now. So they have, like, a nicer yeah, car. Yeah, they have two nicer cars. Yeah, and it's like, how how did you afford... Like, is it haunted and you got it really cheap? <laughs> Maybe. What, were there terrible murders there? Like, how do you have this nice of a house? Yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, like... And even once they have this nice house, like, John just doesn't know or appreciate what he has yeah he's just a yeah. big crybaby <laughs> he's just like now i got the dream job i always wanted and i hate and it i don't want it and yeah. and yeah and i feel like thanks even... for moving across the country with me hun for this thing that i'm just gonna sulk about yeah and i feel like there's even a part in that movie where jen is like you don't like you you can't see what you have like, yes. you have this amazing family these three kids you have you know a great house you have a dog that you love even though he's shitty like, you have a pretty good life here, John. Yeah, she says, it's exhausting. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. But when they were, like, playing in the snow, mm. and it's like, like, I, when it's, like, minus 40 here, I will complain. But I love seasons. Yeah, like, me too. I always say, like, oh, I would love to live in Florida and just, like, have it be summer all day. And I feel like I would like that for a while, but eventually it's, like... You have, like, just the snow and the yeah. kids and they're out playing and the dog is playing in the snow. And it's I've, just so lovely. I've always said that, that I like the seasons. But now, as I've gotten more and more into gardening, I'm like, I would I would move somewhere that I could garden year-round. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or even, like, garden where you can garden for longer than, like, three months out of the yeah. year. Yeah. Like, even, like, BC. Yes. Like, I, have, yeah. I have friends that live in BC and they'll send me pictures and, like, March of green grass and yeah. flowers. It's yeah, like, somewhere like that where, yeah, sure, you might get a bit of the season change, but, like, if you covered your garden good for those couple weeks where it gets yeah, cold, you, yeah. could, you could limp it through or, yeah. or plant, like, cold weather stuff. Anyway, let's yeah. stop talking yeah, about no, my I, garden because I... Well, because you'll just talk forever, forever. And, ever and ever about your garden. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so he's like this crybaby, and then we start to take a turn where you can see Marley getting older, and... And at that point, by that point in the movie, I was like, I thought this was a really sad movie. Like, I haven't felt like I wanted to cry once because I thought I was going to be like crying through the whole thing. Mm, yeah. But then when they showed Marley kind of like limp up the stairs, I was like, oh, it's starting. Yeah. It, it, it's going to go downhill. From yeah. There. Quickly. <laughs> yeah. So because I was like, it's been just a little over a year since I had to put my Gretel down. Yeah. Um, and I had to put her down. Like, she didn't just die. I had yeah. to like take her yeah. to the vet to have her put down. When they show Marley in the exam room oh. and hooked up to the IV and they like put like the medicine, like they push the medicine into the IV that's going to like, yeah, that's going to put him down. Th at that point, I just like started bawling. Yeah. I, I know that exact scene. Like I was there for Gretel when, when we did that and it was just like, Ugh. Yeah. I, I likewise in November put my cat that I had had for like. 18 years down and yeah it was the same I uh yeah I remember the exact moment that they pushed the syringe yeah. and yeah that definitely tugged at some heartstrings yeah and like when, when you know it's not like the second they like 
push the the syringe, they die. Like it takes them, you know. Yeah. But I could see like the second she was gone. Yeah. Like it was just. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and then, like, they did that close-up on Marley's face where, like, I think it was probably CG, but, like, he just, like, slowly kind of closes yeah. his eyes and yeah. you can see, like, oh, he's gone now. Yeah. And it's just, like, oh, and it All makes you... feels. Yeah. And you just realize, like, how much of your life, like, even if that dog is a shithead, like, that was still such a big part of their yeah. life. And he was clearly... He was a member of the family. Yeah. And you even just... Even if your family members are shitheads, you still love them. Yeah. Like, there's such a big part of our lives like you can like like kind of like mark off like years of your life from like oh I was this old when this happened you know and you just see so much of their life like it's like such a huge part of your life is gone now yeah you know so it's such a it's a hard thing to come to terms with yeah like they say if you know if you're ever in an accident or something you see like your life flash before your eyes kind of thing and it's like yeah when you put a pet down or when a pet dies you see your life flash before yeah. your eyes you have all these kind of memories and stuff of for sure of your time with that with that animal so um yeah from like the last maybe 20 minutes half an hour was just like non-stop crying yeah like, just sobbing and like I said like Hazel was next to me and she kind of looked up like why is the human's face leaking like that? Like, I better give her a snuggle. I, um, like, this was probably at least the fourth time I've seen it, rewatching wow. for this, and I still, well, I sent you that picture of mm-hmm. how hard I was yeah. crying, yeah. and yeah, I still was just, like, destroyed. Yeah, see, that's a movie that I feel like I couldn't watch again. Mm. Like, there are movies that are, like, I watched it, and, like, I, I did that, and I don't need to do it again. Yeah. You know, if they're, like, Like really Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah, although I have seen Schindler's List more than once but, but like yeah there are some movies that are so sad like the movie that I that I think of that is so sad that I can never ever ever watch again is Life is Beautiful that Italian oh, film oh I've never watched that oh man I watched that when I was like homesick from work one day and I was oh, like God. laying on the couch just like sobbing and I was like this is awful Life Humans isn't awful. beautiful it's terrible and when it was done I was like I will never watch that again because that destroyed a part of my soul I'll never get back huh yeah, so when it's, like, super duper sad like that, I'm just like, nope, I can make myself sad all on my own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a skill we both have. Yeah, right? So, um, yeah, it was like, Marley is a shithead, but we have shitheads in our life that we love. And even if they destroy everything you love, you can still love them. True. But... Yeah, it was it was so much chaos, and I was just like, I ca- I could not live in that house. Yeah, it was. Oh my god. It, yeah, chaos on chaos on chaos. Yeah, I think I have chaos, and it's it's nothing. Yeah, I mean, I I would rather have your three dogs than one Marley. Yeah. So yeah. Me too. <laughs> oh, sweet puppies. <laughs> so I kind of went back and forth with what I wanted to rate this movie, and I have written down one rating, but I had to think about it a lot. And then I kind of went back and forth. So I couldn't decide on four or five. So I'm going to go with four and a half chewed through leashes out of ten. <laughs> oh, can I tell you a chewed through leash story? Please do. So my little Gus. Yes. Mr. Personality. Mr. Personality. We took him camping. Oh. Um, his first camping trip. He's been yeah. on a number of camping yeah. trips since. But the first one that we took him on, we just had like t- a couple nylon leashes for him yeah. and we were at good spirit lake mm-hmm. which is like maybe an hour's drive from yorkton yep. and i 
we got to setting up the tent when we got to our site. Mm -hmm. So I tied his leash to the picnic table. Yep. And all of a sudden, why is Gus all the way over here? Oh, no. Oh, shit. He chewed through his oh, leash. Oh, man. So then I tied him up with the other <laughs> leash. Because <laughs> fool me once. Yeah, right? Um, and he chewed through that one in no time. Mm. So I had to stay at the campsite to finish setting up camp yeah, and send my husband to Yorkton to oh, the geez. Walmart to buy like a, a, a wire cable oh, yeah, yeah. tie yeah, out thing. Yeah. And, uh, but then, so I had to send the dog with the husband because I had nothing to tie him up with while I finished setting up camp. So we were camping like in a site next to my sister and her family. So oh. my niece went with Todd to mm. Yorkton so mm. that she could stay in the vehicle because I won't leave... It yeah. was a hot day. I yes. wasn't going to let Todd, like, leave him in the vehicle yeah. to go in and chop it. Yeah. So, so my niece went along so that she could be with the dog in the yeah. car. But, yeah, like, that's an oh, appropriate man. rating. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to think. I was like, what's, like, a good thing that, like, Marley did that would be good? Like, chewed library books, uh, eaten necklaces. Like, what? And then I was like. Chewed through leashes. Chewed through that's, leashes, That's yeah. a good one. That, yeah. is, that is good. Yeah. Um, so before we wrap up, can yeah. I tell you a couple of the other things that I had please noted do. that I was like waiting to see oh, if yeah, you pulled do. out? Yeah. So you did briefly reference like you think the friend has probably kids everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, watching this with my 2021 eyes, mm-hmm. um, ooh, he's a problem. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. total misogynist. Like, let, let, me, let me borrow your dog to pick up chicks. Let, let me, me borrow, borrow your, your baby to pick, pick up, up chicks. chicks. Yeah. Yeah, and just like his his attitudes on, like, when, when John and Jenny have a fight and he's like, so shocked that he's going to stay married. And he's like, yeah, we had a fight. We still yeah. love each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like we, we took, we like take our marriage vows seriously. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, but I did think that he was a good, like, so, and that, that might be like the dog train or something that was exaggerated for the yeah. movie or something. Yeah. But um, it was a good way to highlight the, the thing that everybody has where, where, your life doesn't maybe turn out exactly like what you're yeah. thinking. And, yeah. and this is the example of the life you thought you'd be living. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just that kind of uh, what if. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my last note we talked about already, the mm. scenes where they went on the trip and left the dog with the dogs. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm so surprised she's still friends with me after that. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just, like... I think, like I said before, like, your dogs are crazy. Like, and I only see your dogs, like, when I'm visiting. Right. right? Like, I don't live with your dogs. So, I i don't think I've ever... Well, I guess I've, like, stopped in to, like, feed them or let them out once. But yeah. since you've had the three dogs, the three little dogs, I've never, like, stayed over. Right. To, like, so, I've never really, like, experienced living with those dogs. So, I know, like, when I get there, like, I'm new and I'm exciting. Especially now... I'm new and exciting, <laughs> but especially now, like with it being COVID, I've only been to your house maybe like yeah. three or four times oh in the my last gosh. year. So I'm very excited yeah. right now, now. Now that, that we've had some people in a few times and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's really novel for people to be at the house right yeah. now. Hopefully they'll get over that a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Uh. But, um, so, you know, I come over and it's even, you know, when I was over more regularly before COVID. Yeah. I was new and I was exciting and I'm not this person that they see every day. So they're like going nuts. But like once we kind of like get over that 
and we like sit down with like a drink or whatever. Yeah. We're gonna do whatever. Like like if I go over to watch a movie or something, like they'll get a little bit crazy for a little bit, but and then, then they're they like, snuggle okay, up under yeah, a blanket and watch the movie. Yeah, with us. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you know, it's just. I mean, it's like that when I go to my sister's house and my niece sees her. <laughs> she's just like she has a thousand stories to tell, and it doesn't matter if I'm like talking to my sister at that minute. It's like. Oh, and she she finally discovered like how to pronounce my name because oh. for the longest time I was Auntie Dan. So be <laughs> Auntie Dan, look at this, Auntie Dan. I did this, Auntie Dan. Are you staying for dinner, Auntie Dan? Are you gonna sleep over, Auntie Dan? Auntie Dan. And now it's Deanne. <laughs> Deanne, can I show you this? Deanne, look at this. Deanne, I have this new sticker. Deanne, do you want to see my room? Deanne, I have this thing, and it's like I I know all this, and I'm trying to tell a story to your mom. Like, yeah. But you know, then like after a little bit, it's like okay, let's you yeah. Know. The novelty wears yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. let's just have a normal night. So. Yeah, so, like, I don't know where I was going with that, but, like, your dogs are, you know, your dogs are... are they're not Marley. They're not Marley. Yeah. Could you imagine having three dogs like Marley? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> You're like, no, I can't. That's no. a nightmare. I mean, I love my dogs to death. I'm fully obsessed with them. I love them so much I want to eat them. <laughs> uh, but if I could go back in time, I would not have three dogs. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. I know, like... Or I just fucking train them. Well, you know, you do that. I remember when you had sent me a text when you first got Roxy. I didn't know you were going to get Roxy. We didn't know we were going to yeah. get Roxy. You sent me, you're like, I did a thing. And I and I messaged back, rut row. And you're like, funny you should say that. And I was like, she did not get a dog. <laughs> you got a dog. I got a dog. You got little Roxy. Oh, my baby. She's, she's pretty sweet, though. Anyway, yes. we've gone on okay. for like two hours. Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll so. edit this down, but it's, it's going to be a longer episode. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so what have we got on the docket for next week? So next or, week, uh, or next episode, we are going to talk in-laws. Terrible um, in-laws. Terrible in-laws, yes. I'm going to make you watch Get Out. Which I've heard is pretty intense, so I'm a little bit scared. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to make you watch Monster In-Law. I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> yeah, Monster In-Law is... Full chick flick. Ah. So, uh, yeah. So it might it might ring a little Notting Hill for you. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun with that. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to say we are finally on Apple Podcasts. Yay! So I know Apple Podcasts isn't like the end all be all, but when it comes to like getting your name out there and getting recognized, Apple is kind of like the like the the holy grail. Right. So we are finally there. So. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, rate and review, only if it's a five-star review. Um, <laughs> even if you hate us, just give us a five-star review. Please, we're just new. Yeah, like, tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your wife. We're, <laughs> we're five stars, uh, love and horror on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the, all the podcasts. All the places. All the things. Yeah. You can also find us on Instagram at love and horror podcast. Uh, you can email us at loveandhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to look at our lives, you can find me on Instagram at lmclaura580. And I'm at Deanne Teresa. So I guess that's it for this episode. This so, episode of Dead Pets. Of Dead Pets. So uh, thanks for listening to Love, Love and, and-